Let's chop it up with your boy Zaz. Hey. Uh, you ready? No chase this you. Hey, 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 yeah, hey. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Yeah, let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up with Zaz and we got here Spoda. Yeah, yeah, we in here. What's going on, man? What's happening, brother? Chilling, man. We in here, you know. It's keeping the momentum going. There you go. There you go. You're definitely keeping a lot of momentum out there. Everybody's recognizing, brother. They're starting, they're starting to talk about you, man. Now, 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 you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to front. I kind of used to get discouraged in the beginning, but, you know, this underground scene is new to me, like, as far as the whole little scene I'm in. So I can't really, you know what I'm saying? There's dudes who've been doing it. Like, you just got to earn your stripes. So now it's starting to come back on the back end and people starting to, Certain people starting to pay, tap it, just people, period. But just certain people who wasn't tapping in before, now they in tune. You know what I'm saying so now I just know it's kill mode. Eyes is on me. You got to keep performing, like no subpar. Every every piece, every verse, every whatever, just got to be better every time. There's no holes bars, man. No holes bars. Right. Cause now it's, they looking forward to it. So yeah, it's all it's all or nothing. You know right. what I mean? It's all or nothing. And on top of that, you keep in good company. So you guys right. could all feed off of each other. You know right. what I mean? So, right. you know, trust me, man. You guys got a circle, brother. There ain't nobody going to touch right now, man. Yeah, man. Everybody everybody clicking. Everybody doing their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing their own thing. Everybody got their own following. That's outside of when we come together as a collective. So definitely some good dudes. So tell me, with all this that's going on with you, because I know it's like, it's, it's I'm not going to say it's fast. Right. Because it takes time, right? Right. But it comes fast, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So how you feel, man? How you feel? How does it feel to to know that that you work so hard and now you're reaping the benefits of all your hard work, man? Like now, it's like I don't even like sometimes it might catch me off guard. Like if I don't catch certain lists, I'll be on like for radio because I'll be trying to keep up but you know with the underground there's so much different things going on if you don't really catch certain things you won't even know that you on a certain radio show from a certain dj who you wouldn't expect or who wasn't paying you attention so now it's just like i don't get gassed off it i just use it as motivation because like i said now there's there's a larger amount of eyes on me different new part of my fan base is watching me so now i gotta dig deeper i gotta give them just keep it how I'm keeping it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Give them more of me and just, just let them keep relating. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as they can relate or it's something that they know, if you know me, you know it's not just rap cap just to be saying it, then it's like, all right, yeah, like, all right, I know what he talk about. Or I was there when he said, you know what I'm saying? So I just try to keep it as authentic as possible. Like, for people who don't know me, this is my way, a day way of, you know what I'm saying? getting part of what I go through or what I went through or what I'm currently dealing with or whether it's me or my people around me, I try to incorporate everything that I go through or be around into my music. So mm. just try to keep it like that. That's definitely, that's definitely well-rounded, man. Definitely well-rounded. So if you could introduce Spoda hmm. to the world, how would you word it in your words? 
Spoda, um, young cat from from New York, Long Island, New York, to be exact. I'm New York, but mm. Long Island, New York. You know what I'm saying? So anybody who knows really music knows this history from Long Island. You know what I'm saying? You got the EPMDs, you got the Bismarckies, you got the LL before he went to Queens. He was born and raised. He was born in my town of Bayshore, Southside Hospital, stayed with his grandma when he was little, 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 but moved to Queens when he was still young. So, you know, he started jacking the queen at. But, you know, it's cool. Buster Rhymes used to be out there. Prodigy yeah. from Mob Deep. So, you know, we got a couple people from out here. But it's like if you're not in that in that bracket with the the legends or the, the well-known hip-hop pioneers, and you say you're from Long Island, they're not really going to know unless they have a, a brain, like I said, to know those certain names. So it's like I'm just a young cat from Long Island, you know what I'm saying? Started local, rapping from my hood, rapping in the barbershop as the sweeper. That's how I got my name, Spoda, battling everybody, just keep sharpening my steel and then I in like 2008 2009 is when I stepped out to the public forum I started with Twitter this before Facebook even came around I was on Twitter heavy like Twitter MySpace but more or less Twitter because I, I seen like if you utilize that as an artist any type of musician Twitter is where it's at you just got to keep up on it because everything is so fast people's posting constantly every second yeah. but it's an ill tool to link cross network with other artists producers radio host you know what i'm saying all that so it's, it's good but like i said just a young kid who started local and got into the underground scene through my man bug rock he might not never want me to because he's one of them dudes i throw my man's a play i don't need the recognition i'm saying he's that humble but if it wasn't for him i wouldn't be in this underground scene or if i was it wouldn't have been as fast as i've been in it it's going on a little over a year now so you know what I'm saying? So shouts to him, man. Shouts yeah, to him. My boy Bub. And um happy belated birthday to him. He dropped that project yesterday on his birthday on some sneak drops. So man, what a gift, man. What a gift. Right. I'll tell you right now. So you're very consistent with your releases. Mm-hmm. I, I used see to how... slack that a lot. I used to slack with that a lot. You did a lot of mixtapes too, right? Right. Yeah. Even before I got onto the public forum, that's what I try to tell people. I have projects that are on that pip that came out between 2008, 2009, 2000, when I first started really pushing. When I knew you could put your music, just even before the streaming platforms, oh, I could go on the site and put my music to the public. That's not just local, my hood, or surrounding towns. Is people outside of that. All right, let me give it a shot. It's not even about the views for me. Just me knowing people that's not who I'm used to knowing, oh, that's my man. Some people might just just deal with me because, oh, that's my man. So they, oh, I'm going to automatically support him. I don't want that. I want you to support me because you're listening to what I'm saying. But not only that, you see how determined and on the ground I am with my craft. Like, I'd rather that. I'd rather 10 people keep it real and tell me that than a million people like, oh, yeah, I, I F with him just because that's my man. Like, nah, like, you're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? so Yeah. You got a crazy flow, though, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. You got a smooth, hard flow. You know right. what I mean? Right. So let's talk about so let's talk about. So it's kind of hard to tell what's your first album. Right. Um, so what what was your first what, what would you say was your first album? My first audio my trafficking? First, it, no, 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 no. Uh as far as the underground scene, like I said, uh full court press with Wavy to God. That was my first. That was my first, basically, like, to anybody who know me, they know that's just another project is years later. He's starting to put it out more to the public, but 
as far as the underground scene, that's my technically that's my first piece right there. Okay. Press with me and Wavy, fully produced by Wavy the God. Shout out to Wavy the God, part of the Walkers. He's a producer. Also, you know what I'm saying so. That was my first real project to the underground world. Then it was Audio Trafficking, and now State of Emergency, which is out now. State of uh, State of Emergency is collective between all different producers. Full Court Press was straight, strictly by Wavy, and then I had an EP after Full Court Press called Audio Trafficking. Shout out to the stand that was down in Fort Worth, Texas. They did the whole EP, seven joints. So nice. Yeah. Wavy the God is a beast, man. Yeah, yeah, my boy. He definitely, he definitely Oof. got his name up off the muscle. Just putting. Yes, it he's been he's been killing it, man. So right. tell me, what what what's the process for Spoda to 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 do an album? I mean, it I it'd be crazy because. First thing I do is like, all right, I want to put a project together. That's the first thing I think to myself. I, I want to put a project. Me not knowing whether it's going to be an EP or LP, I just know I want to put a project together. So from what I'm learning now, if I know I want to do it with one producer, whatever they sent me, they could send me beats from months back that I didn't get to and then still be sending me. I'll be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to start working on this. But then it's like, I can't really say that because for me, it's a mood thing. I could be listening to three different, like five different producers beats within a week. And I'll start writing to two different producers beats because I'm just in that mode. Like depending on the mood I'm in, what I'm going through, or if I got something on my mind, this that's how I vent. This is how I get my message across to the people or just to get let steam off of me without overreacting in real life to where it's going to cost me. So it's like, I sit down and I really, I, I might go through beats for two, three days straight and not write or record. I might just simply go through beats just so I have that. All right. You want to start working on a project, whether it's with so-and-so or so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm going to listen to all beats from all of them for like three days straight until I get the ones that catch me off the rip, start brainstorming. Some of them, I might not even brainstorm. I might just start writing because some beats catch me off instant. Yeah, right away they Sometimes catch you. They'll catch me spontaneous. I'll start writing right there. Sometimes I listen to it and I hear it. I'll be like, oh, this is fire. But my brain will be jumping the gun and I'll be trying to write without even really sitting there to think what I want to write because I'm just so caught up in the beat. And sometimes that'll rush it. But with me, as long as I can figure out my first bar and a half to two bars of how I want to come off, then it's smooth sailing for me after that as far as the verse. But sometimes it might take me two, three, it might take me a week. I might still have a hard time because I want my introduction and first couple bars to grasp the people and not only to grasp them, but for me to have a leeway to keep the momentum going throughout the whole 12 or 16, whatever it's going to be. So man, that's, that's a perfect way to do it though, man. Right. I think it comes out real like that too. When you rhyme right. and how you feel and everything like that, right. you know what I mean? Especially get the realism on the track. If you want to put it onto the beat sometimes, like exactly, right. and people could relate to that too, man. Right, right. So, so how was it working with Wavy the God, man? Oh, it was ill. It's so crazy though, cause um, the end of 2016 till right at the beginning of 2018, I had got incarcerated. So when I came home, I had moved down to Virginia for like a little over a year. So um, I met uh Wavy through Bub. Wavy had already just been in New York probably like i think a year it's so crazy wavy been out here like a year because till yesterday of bub's birthday he did a he was on one of bub's albums called rocktober 
which he released last year on his birthday. And that was one of the first times that he had did something with Wavy. I had came home, got in a loop with Bob. He plugged me in with the undergrad. He's like, yo, I'm going to plug you on my man Wavy. He's from Florida, but he up here in New York. Uh, uh, he get busy. He plugged me in. The first song we did was a Lucy I Got Called Homicide, which we did, I want to say, end of October. And then we basically was doing everything through email because I would pop up here like twice, twice or three times because I had little different radio interviews or whether it's personal stuff, I had to shoot up here, but I still never got to tap in with him physically. We were still doing everything through email. He was just yeah. sending me a boatload of beats and I was just writing to him and I finally found a studio down there and I just, I was recording a lot of stuff, but majority as far as original was from a lot of the beats he sent me. So Bob was like, yo, I had put out like another track after that called Talk, which wound up being on a, on a project. And he like, yo, y'all should do something together. Y'all sound good together. And then that's how Full Court Press came about. Everything was via email. And it's crazy because still to this day, no matter what project I got out, everybody still talks about Full Court Press. Mm. Especially being that was my debut. And then they listening to it like, yo, this kid got 13, 14 tracks. It's different vibes. So, you know, Wavy is not just one dimensional. He could give you whatever, like, soul samples boom but like he could do it all so and He's that's talented how man up. that boy was talented Oof. And then after that it was it was all uphill from there like as far as me and him like we are we gonna start doing full court press too soon like i don't really got no data now we don't even have but we about to start doing too soon and it's like i'll be talking to certain people and i'll be telling them i feel like it's got i know every piece got to get better but i already know the pressure i got from the the feedback was so phenomenal from Full Court Press, the original. I know what I'm going to have to do for the second one. But some of my people was like, man, you acting like you don't do this. Like, I know what you mean, but just do what you do. It's going to come out better every project as long as you just do what you do without trying to really bust your brain on thinking about it so much. Like, yo, I have to, I have to, have to up one on, on Full Court Press 1 when it could just naturally come about. And so, watch out, watch how easy that's going to be for you when you go right. in and do the second one. It's crazy because it'll probably it's easier than I think. See, you like the fifth person who told me that. I think it's just a conscious thing for me because it's like, yeah. it's, but one of my men's like, yo, dog, you putting too much pressure on yourself, my man. Like, because listen, we listening to you, man. Right, right, right. We listen to you every day. Right. You know what I mean? So, so as as fans, right? Because I'm a huge fan of yours. So as fans, you know what I mean? We listen to the music and we're like, man, every time this this dude puts out something, it's crazy. So it's like we expect that already. Right. Right. So that means you're doing it consistently, so you're fine. You know what I mean? You'll be good I'm, to go. It's now starting to get used to where exactly what you said. Like every time people's gonna expect that. But now it's like like I ain't gonna front. Last week after DJ Premier spent one of my joints off the project, that just gave me like a not really gap, but that just gave me like fill it up on eighty nine with motivation. You know what I'm get saying? Go, man. Because if he's tapping in and paying attention. And I could, I'm thinking to myself, who else could be paying attention? We talked about we talk about Primo here, you know what I'm saying? So that caught me off guard super duper. So, but I just looked at it like, yo, this is crazy. Like, it's not far fetched because I've been doing this forever. Like anybody who knew me is like, yo, nah, you deserve this. You've been putting in the groundwork since forever, even before the underground. But now it's like, I'm just like, damn, like, just that's what's up. Like, and it's so crazy because I sent him music. But the song that he spun, I had to go back into my sent emails. That wasn't the song I sent him. So that's what really caught me off guard. Like, okay, when I sent him, he might have not got to because he probably got a gazillion emails. Oh, but man. he heard 
something that he liked of mine and snatched the one up that I didn't send to him. So that's when I was really like, okay, he's really paying attention. He's not just, oh, this dude sent me something I like and I'm going to play it. He must have heard through the grapevine and then however he got it, he got it. It's in there, man. Right. It's in there, man. So, you know, just keep, just keep feeding that, man. So they, right. trust me, they listening just cause you don't hear it or whatever. They, right. Trust me in the house, they listening, bro. They listening. Right. So tell me, how do you feel about Bandcamp and like all the streaming services, right? Cause I noticed that the artists are being very selective of what they're putting on Bandcamp, which I love, man. I love right. it. You know what right. I'm saying? So for you, what does that mean to you to have an outlet like that, that you can actually go there and do that? Upload the album when you feel like it. Upload a single when you feel like it. I like it. It's ill. It's ill because it's not like the streaming platforms. It is because you could do a preset date or you could upload it right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an outlet where you can make money. You know, they get their little share, but you can make a as long as you got people who are going to support, you got a decent amount. Like, I even used to look at it like I used to think, oh, people mess with me so as soon as i drop something they're gonna buy it like crazy it's, i'm still learning now like you know what i'm saying you got your people who's hip-hop heads who's gonna support it off the rip and then you got people so to speak if they don't really know who you are you trying to make them a believer so to speak or they trying to be made a believer of your music or your craft so they might not buy it right then they might listen to it a million times and then a month or two later four months later you see the notification, such and such purchase, whatever, and you're looking at it like, and I ain't even, I'm saying, I ain't even think they're paying attention. <laughs> Not knowing they probably was listening to it for free. So, you know, I like it. It it, it. it works. It works both ways. It works both ways. You know what I'm saying? But it puts you out there, man. Yeah, it's definitely something out of the normal that's that's new and, and ill for artists. You know what I'm saying? So that's like an ill. It's dope. I like it. It's dope. So how did you come around the walkers? Cause I know that's a group that you guys like. It's yeah. like a collective, right? Yeah. How did that? How how do you enter that? It's crazy. Like it wasn't even really no. Like like I said, me and Bud would be talking, and then he introduced me to Rome, Ram, Top Ferris, Kano, everybody who's in the walkers, whether it's artists or producers, and like they use a there's a term that you use with music. You either say walk, like he walked on it, or he talked on it, meaning he got busy. Either or, so. Me and Bob was on the phone talking one day. This was months ago, like I want to say six, seven months ago. And we were just talking because I talked to him every day, like every other day. And he's like, yo, we'd be like, yo, such and such walked on that. So if we talking about each other amongst the team or whatever about tracks, he like, yo, the walk. We was on the phone one day. And we, he was just like the walkers. Yo, <laughs> like, that's like, yo, that's yeah, that's what it is. My. And then he like, yo, the walkers like. We might as well just go with that. And then, like, it was never planned. We just did that. And then, like, all of us, I was the, one of the last ones in to know as far as knowing each other, even outside of just the collective. Like, once I met Roman Oliver, then I, I met him in person. It was like a brotherhood after that. Like, it's deeper than music with us. We talk outside of music, things that's not music. So people think that it's just music with us all the time. But they also got to understand, we regular humans like y'all. Y'all might think, we are bigger than what we are. We looking at it like we regular, like, you know what I'm saying? But we all interact with each other, joke with each other. It's more like a brotherhood. Like, we all hold each other up, and we all make sure we stay on each other, like, still sharp and still. So that's how everybody on the roster is able to stay tip-top shape, you know what I'm saying? Whether the producers or the artists. Like, we just try to keep everybody 
on it. Like, just keep doing your thing, and it's all going to come together. Because there's a lot of eyes who starting to watch us as a collective on top of us individuals. Yeah. But now as a collective, they're starting to be like big dogs in the underground who's seeing us. They might not say it, but they seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could peep little things and see that certain people yeah. watching. They like, man, they growing over there, man. Fast, fast too. Like that's even me thinking about it. Like when we first started to where we all at now as a collective, but broken down all of us individually inside of that is just dope to see all my boys doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own lane. Like, and then when we all get together, it's just like boom, like it's lit. That's so. amazing, man. That's amazing. So tell me, what's a what's a story that you could tell us? that you've been through that you like, damn, still to this day, you're like, wow, I can't believe that happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Or I can't believe that happened. You know, I never saw that coming. You know what I'm saying? What could be a story that you, that, that comes to mind when you think like that? Actually, the, the story that I, I usually always tell about my first time rapping for my mans, my older mans, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was the reason why I started rapping. Outside of me already being a music head, but it's like phys- me physically rapping, you know, the average person would be like, oh, such and such rap demon, I want to rap, I want to be, because they rap like, nah, I really had dudes in my hood who was really rapping already, like, you know what I'm saying? So I was born in 85, so I came up in it everywhere. I'm, I'm watching them, cassette tapes, they putting the tape over the top of a piece of paper and making their own mixtapes through the, you know what I'm saying? You could just press record and be right there. And I'm looking like, oh, like this. Like, I always knew about rap, but I never was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I just was always a hip-hop, like a music head, period, because my mom, we was raised on 98.7, so I listened to everything out even more than rap. Like, even till now, I listen to my oldies, my old-school music, Motown-like, but I'm always hip-hop at heart, but it's just music head in general. So the first time I came to them, it was me, my little brother Ty, and my um my boy um Eric. He rhymed too now, still to this day. He's still doing his thing, but... um. We had our little fake group and we went, walked up to my man Floyd uh, crib and his older brother, uh, Quincy, he had two mans, uh, Troy and uh, my other man, Naps, they used to rap and all that. So we came there, you know, we ant- we young, we like, oh yeah, we about to go spit it for them. This is like my first time spitting to somebody outside of them. So we go there. I never forget we had the uh the Snoop Dogg in that in the East Siders beat. I forget the name of the song, but that's when they had the CD and it just had the song, the B side and the instrumental. Put the CD in. Not even like we start rap. I we start rapping for like well me first. Start rapping for like not even twenty seconds. They cut the shit. They cut it off. Stop. Like get out of oh. here, y'all whack. Y'all whack. Get out of here. Like, and I'm looking like man. I didn't know nothing about constructors. This is my first time spitting for somebody outside of my brother and my right hand man. One of my right hand mans at the time seeing me at home rapping. Like, so I'm just looking like you're like, get out of this whack, get your get your pen up to that. I got I got tight inside. I'm like, oh, they trying to play me. My little brother looked at me. My boy Eric looked at me. We just walked out the crib. We walked back up the block to my house. My boy Eric, like, yo, I'm gonna holler at you. I'm about to go. Uh, write to some beats. I said I'm. I ain't even say nothing. To him. I just went in the crib, went in the room, locked my door. I already had a boatload full of instrumentals already because I was already trying to get my pen up. So I just locked myself in the room, and then I told myself ever since then, for for somebody to tell me I'm whack, I would never take it away. But you really must not be a music person, or you really not paying attention to, to what's being said. So now I don't. I take constructive criticism and use that to my advantage. 
but I don't really get it as much as I as I did when I came up. Not saying I never will, because you never know, you know what I'm saying? I might not be everybody cup of tea, but that right there just made me like, yo, I I fear anybody telling me I'm whack, I'm trash, garbage, any of that type of, I'm not trying to hear it. So I know what I got to do. Like, don't come out this room or don't, to, don't spit for nobody else until you feel like you good. Came back to them like three, four months later. They like, they looking at me like, where this come from? Like, you was just trash. Like, your first round you just spat for us was trash. Like, and then ever since now, now, from then, that taught me. And then when I came back and spat for them again, they looking at me. And fast forward over 15 years later, I'm still here. Like, still. So, doing- so me, me, myself, right, with that story that you just said right now, right? I always think about that. I always say, man. If people were, if people have more constructive criticism, right? Right. I think the music will be a lot better than what it is today. And yeah. I feel like the underground, because to me, underground is, is is everything, man. I always represent yeah, the I underground. I never realized how big it is. Like, it's, it blows mainstream out the water nowadays. I was just talking to my man about that. So, Spoda, let me tell you, right? Spoda, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Okay. Now, now you got me. Now I'm confused with these people saying they're saying it. Hey, let's address that real quick, man. How you say your name, bro? Spoda, S-P-O-D-A. People say spotter, whatever. <laughs> like you saying Spoda, adding a P in front of the S. It's soda with a P, Spoda. Exactly, exactly. Now they know, man, because everybody be like spotter, sp- yeah, uh, Spoda. Like, dude, come on. Everything but that. But let me tell you, right? So I feel like. I feel like the underground gives constructive criticism, right? Right. And that's why you could tell the difference between the underground music and the mainstream music. And not to take away anything from the mainstream music, because you could, because you know, we everybody's always trying to get there, just like the NBA. Right. But man, keep it real at the same time and right. feed the people that like that kind of music also. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I feel about it. Exactly. So for you guys to move, and I say you guys because you guys are the ones that are representing the underground right now. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I feel like, man, you, you know, like Eddie, Eddie, Eddie hits me up one day, Eddie Kane. He's like, yeah. yo, I'm about to upload this joint right now. And I'm like, yo, yeah. what you mean? He's like, right now, I'm about to upload it right now. And then he sends me the, 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 you know, the, the link and right. I click on the link. I, I'm expecting it to be on. And I know Bandcamp already, you know right. what I'm saying? But I'm expecting it to be on Spotify, you know, iTunes yeah. and all that. So I click on the thing and it go right to my Bandcamp app. And I was like, oh, I said, that's smart. He did I the said, same thing, sneaky drop. I said, you a smart one, man. Yep. I said, you a smart one, my brothers. You know what I mean? So it's amazing, man, how we had, I didn't have that when I was coming up. Right, right. I was doing it. I was in the studio. I was rhyming. I was doing everything, right? Everything that had to be done to get on. Right. We didn't have these outlets that we have now. You had to kiss a lot. You had to kiss a lot. You had to run a lot. You have to go behind people. Don't nobody want to do that no more, man. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So to see that from where it's come and from where it's at now, it's an amazing thing, man. Right. It's an amazing thing. I didn't mean to cut you because you brought up Kano's name. I didn't even know he did an interview with you, but mind you, you had just hit me up a couple days before that to put it in motion for today. So 
when I reacted to the story, when y'all had the interview, he like, yo, bro, he hit me. He like, yo, bro, I got to put you on with him. This guy, this guy's a hell of an interviewer. Did I? And I'm like, yo, bro, I started laughing. And I'm like, yo, it's so crazy you tell me that. Because I said, I'm about to have an interview with him in a couple days. He just hit me up a couple days ago. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. Da-da-da. So it was just mad coincidence. Listen, man, this, this is a dream. Right. All right. To the people on the other side, right, that are, that are watching – and that are that they that are being interviewed, right? This is a dream of mine to be able to produce a platform that's like you said, they listening. Trust me, they listening and they watching. They seeing all this, you know what I mean? So I want this to be the place where yo Zaz, I'm coming out with an album. Put me on that joint, though. Let's tell the people. Right. Or oh, let's get on there and do this and do that. So I'm here, right, actually interviewing my favorite people, my favorite artists that I listen to every day. You see what I'm saying? So if you on the other side of uh, on the other side of that screen getting interviewed, then that means there's nothing but love. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you can ask Eddie, you know what I'm saying? He could tell you. Like, you know, it's all it's all love, man. So, you know, this is amazing that I could do this. And I appreciate you guys taking your time. I know you guys are busy. Yeah. But we need to tell the world, man, who everybody is. You know what I'm saying? And if this is the way we got to do it, we do it the way we got to do it. You know what I mean? So right. I'm down with all that, man. So I, I ain't stopping, bro. You know what right. I mean? I ain't stopping, you right. know? So tell me, if there's a producer... Or I should make it a little more interesting. If there's five producers that you could work with that you know that if you were to put an album out with those five producers, your your career will go like this. Which ones would that be? I'm going to go um, no particular order. Nah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go I'm going to go Knife Wonder. Mm. I'm going to go Primo. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Just Blaze. Two more. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Dre. I'm gonna go with Dre. One more. Mm. I ain't gonna front. Ah. I could hear you on the. I could hear you on that. Those productions, man. Because right. they, I, I, they all, they all got that. I like that. That thump. That. Yeah. Uh, my last one is a toss up. I was gonna say. Put both I, of them up there. Put both uh, of them up there. I uh uh uh. What was I say? Uh, Alchemist. Mm. And um. It was between Alchemist and something like that. Oh, and Kanye and Kanye. Oh yeah. But if I had a choice. I would go older Kanye, preferably. But I would okay. I would I would still, you know, Kanye could always get in his bag, but preferably I would go with young hungry Kanye, like, you know what I'm saying? But those this is my five, my four, five, six runner up. Like, I like all they style. It's a lot of other producers I like, but dumb. Right I could I could see you with Havoc. Right, right. See I could see you doing a whole album with Havoc. It is it, I see it's producers like that too. That's why it would be hard for me for me to do a five, like. Havoc is definitely there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like they all got that type of pace of a beat and just style. Like, I like that hard hitting, whether it's I, I I'm a sample dude. I'm a front. I ain't gonna front, but I don't 
like the sample to be oversaturated on the beat to where it's like the whole beat is just a sample. It's just it's that sample. From what you're saying, it's just hearing the voice, you know what I'm saying? So, but I'm a sample dude, but yeah, those would definitely be my five or six. Just off the top, though, like off the top, if I had to go with. So, all the, all, all, all the material that you put out, right? Because like you said, people don't know about the mixtapes, right? Prior to the releases of the albums, right? So to you, what's your baby, as they say, from all the projects that you that you did? I know all of them mean a lot to you, but there's always that one project that's like, man, this project is me right here. You proud, right? Yeah. Which um, album might that be? I ain't going front, being that we spoke on it, and I'll be thinking about it. Like, I'll be really be thinking about it. I, I'm going to go with Full Court Press only because, mm. like, I mean, I could, I could, if I had the chance to re-upload or redo all the old, because, you know, those was years ago in different studios. Those songs are just what they are online. But if I could redo certain projects, I feel like just to not, just to re-spit it, not even rewrite it, just re-spit it how it already is, I feel like people would, be like, oh, listen to certain things. But I feel like me personally, full court press, because like, like I said, now, for two main reasons, because that was my first collective on the underground uh, underground platform. I already had collectives when uh before I came out, just being a regular local dude. And on top of that, that being my first joint, it caught a lot of people's attention. Now, you know, your first joint can make or break you. Yeah. And your first joint can either be fire, and they're going to remember you and be looking for more, or it's mediocre or subpar to them, and they like, yo, like, who is this dude? Like, I think that, I think that, I think that changed though with that, right. with that kind of mentality with that, because I feel like there's a lot of artists that I know that I didn't like till later, later. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it all, it all depends what kind, like you said, what kind of vibe you on, what kind of mood you're in. Right. If you're in a messed up mood and you're gonna drop a, the first album, that's not. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, not yeah. that's not right. You know what I mean. So you got to go, like you said, take your time and and go with it, and and you know do what you got to do. You know what I mean. But so I'm definitely go with full court press though, because what not more. Somebody told me, and he told me he like, yo, I want. He's like, mark my words when I tell you, because he, he even told me he like, yo, you got at this time. This is before I put out a uh, state of emergency. It was only just full court press and audio traffic, and I was in the midst of cooking up for state of emergency. And one of my mans was like, yo, listen, I'm going to tell you like this. Mark my words. He's like, keep shopping full court press. He's like, any DJs who don't got it, send it to them overseas DJs, out of state. Mm. He's like, I'm telling you, mark my words. He was like, when I tell you, Spoda, full court press is going to be your reasonable doubt as long as you push it right and do what you're supposed to do. He's like, he was like, I know that's, that's, a, that's a big statement, but he was like, trust me, I don't listen to your album all the time. I listen to it when I go in the gym to working out. So I'm constantly listening to it. And he's like, the more I listen to it, the more I just put it on a higher pedestal because I just hear. And he was like, you know this, he never heard me before that until he heard my interviews and had to go back. But like him seeing me on this platform, he's like, this is first album. And he told me, he's like, this is going to be a reasonable doubt. I'm telling you, keep pushing it, doing what you got to do. That project can get in the right person's hands. And I'm telling you, you're going to get notarized off that. So so that, I feel like, I feel like you killed that album, right? Right. But the state of emergency. And it's so crazy. Shout out to A Dot and C Dot because it's crazy you said that. <laughs> because me and A Dot had a conversation one day, like, because <laughs> he's one and a half of the standouts producing. And we had a conversation one day, and like, he put something on Twitter, 
Like he was joking, but I could tell he was serious because he like, yo, why every time Spoke got interviews, y'all only ask him about full court press. Like it was not mm-hmm. no shade against Wavy because we all the walkers. Like they part. He was like, it's no shade at all because he even tell me he like, oh boy, I still play that album, and this is the producer who you know what I'm saying, but it's never no shade. That's why we all a brotherhood. But he's like, yo, I noticed these people never ask you about audio trafficking. Everything is just about full court press. He was like, people. Ask- Acting like that project wasn't fire. He was like, why? Y'all only saying that because it's only an EP? He was like, you got to think. And, and, and somebody put up that question the other day with, with the EPs and the LPs, like what you asked Kano. Somebody put that on. I mean, me personally, I feel exactly how Kano feel. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, people might be feel away or in their feelings because the L, the EP is not as long as the LP. But when you got an EP, like Kano said, maybe sometimes you got something you just want to get off your chest real quick or you want to send a quick message. Or if they think you was not working on nothing, oh, let me throw out this little five, six, seven piece EP to let y'all know I'm cooking. The, the, the main meal is about to come. But it's like, I feel like either way is good. As long as you consistent and don't oversaturate, it, exactly. shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. I dropped full court press, LP. Then I came back with audio trafficking, EP. Then I came with state of emergency, LP. Like, you could Man. do it however you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like... But Spoda. Let me let me tell you, that state of emergency, man. You went in on that. Joint. I'm not going front, bro. Wait, like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold yeah. up, hold up. Let me praise you right now. Give me a second. Yeah. That album was crazy. Appreciate I felt that. like you gave us different styles, man. Right, right. And let me, and let me tell you, man. Whoever listens to that album. They're not going to really know where you're from. Right. Now, follow me. Follow me. So they're not going to know where you're from because you had in this album here, you had Harlem. You had Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. You had Queens, man. You represented every single borough, brother. You had producers that went hard. And I think by you having a rap on that, I think you bought the best out of those producers, right. whether you believe it or not. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because everything meshed so well. Right. It was like a combination that was that was supposed to happen. And I'm not going to lie. It's crazy you saying that. So many people love this project. And it's like, it's just now starting to catch me because it's like, I just did it because it was, I could have made up some corny name like Quarantine Lot, but that's too... Of the obvious. Yeah. State of emergency. That could be everything with COVID, my personal life, political, everything that's going on right now since COVID's been a state of emergency. If you're thinking about, if you think about it, everything from in the states to out of the country and different third world countries is something going on every day since COVID started. So it's just like it's just a whole state of emergency. And it's crazy you said that because like on either or produced by damn Dave Beats. It's swagnated or you know. That was my first time ever harmonizing on a hook and feeling comfortable to put it out. I was saucy. I didn't even write that hook. I'm, <laughs> I'm here in the crib because I got the setup. I already had the verses and the beat just had that feel. And I'm like, I couldn't sit and write a hook for nothing. So I'm like, took another shot, rolled up again, went outside, smoked, came back in, sipping again. I'm just letting the beat play in the hook. And I just started. 
I was saucy, so it didn't really bother me to try to harmonize, and it don't sound no way to me. I thought it sounded funny at first. I ain't gonna lie. I did it in like three takes, and I just doubled it. It's swagnated, all you losing. And then I'm thinking about what I'm saying, though. And then not only what I'm saying, but just people hearing that I'm harmonizing, that's catchy for them because they not used to me doing that. Used so to it. Now it's like, and it's great because I, I did a lot of different experiments in, on that album. You know what I'm saying? So. It's de- I'm definitely starting to get a lot more growth. That's why I'm I'm not happy, but I'm I'm I utilize this whole COVID thing from when it first started in February and March, and just really was able to sit down and finally got my home studio set up. So that saved me a ton load of money. I could take a month to record one song. It don't matter. I can get up and record at my own will. Like I can get up, record two, three songs in a day. Like record a verse now, finish the song. I don't I don't have to pay nobody. I can get up and do it whenever I want. So this was the best investment I ever made, like ever. And it's a beautiful thing, man. Right. Right. It's a beautiful thing, man. That is, that is amazing. So, so you felt like you actually, so you utilized the downtime. Yeah. I utilized it because I had time. I'm, I, I had got quarantined from my job. So now I'm at home. I got too much time on my hands. So I got to utilize it. Like, now I got time to sit down and think about things I went through last year, months back when I was locked up that I never got to sit down and get a, a, a good train of thought to actually talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was able to write about a lot of different things on that project and even upcoming music that I'm working on. You could tell like, nah, he's been sitting there because anybody who's been following me since it's underground, they see how I progressed from full court press to audio trafficking to this project. Like, and I ain't going to front. Me personally, audio trafficking is one of my favorites because not only because it's shorter, because it's standouts. If you you hear, they have a different type of vibe. So even people was telling me, I had one of my mans hit me from Jersey. Castro, he texted me the other day. He like, yo, bro, all your pieces is fire. But he's like that audio trafficking. It brought out a different side of you as far as you catching the pocket of the beat, how you flowing, because they beats are different from certain people. They don't have a lot of drums and bass in they unless they tend to make a song a beat like that but they don't really have that they have drumless beats and dealing with this underground that was the first time i ever really got into with producers who do that i'm used to producers having a boom boom, yeah, boom bap on there so it was different but it brings out a different cadence to me a different type of style talk about different stuff but i like it because it's slowed up and being i don't have to do you have no choice but to talk to the people because now they can hear you. Everything you're saying, they can hear now because there's not as much instruments in the beat. So your voice is really standing out. And Bob always told me, your voice is the orchestra. Your voice is the orchestra. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or how you orchestrate it. It's an instrument. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your voice is the instrument. The beat is the orchestra. That... It's all about how you orchestrate it. And, and... When, when he told me that, I just took heed. And not everybody knows how to do that, bro. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? You you can have 15,000 albums out, but my thing is, did you, did you do it right? Exactly. You see exactly. what I'm saying? And if I if I can always go back and 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 listen to it over and over again, that is it's official, man. It's definitely right. official. You know that what I mean? That was my problem. I used to be like, yo, I gotta hurry up and try to put stuff out, put stuff out. Nah. But now man. I'm seeing. I'm now I'm seeing. I'm using it to my advantage of more people that's tapping in with me because now I see anticipation is crazy because after audio trafficking, 
I went on a Lucy spree and I was just dropping freestyles here, dropping freestyle. I dropped some original Lucy's here. Then I went and put out, I didn't put out nothing for a few weeks. So now people like anybody who know me know when this dude is quiet, people hit me. Yo, what you got going on? I ain't seen you post or throw nothing. <laughs> so they know when I'm quiet and out the way, I'm in, I'm in cook up mode. Like, yo, I know you got some, they be trying to, trying to bait me to tell them like, oh, what you got? I know you got something going on, bro. You've been too quiet. Nah, I'm chilling, man. You know what I'm saying like, but people who know me know, like they're used to the consistency now as being like embedded in stone. So when they see, I don't come out for a while. They think I just, at the end of the day, I tell people too, I got a regular life. So everything is not about music every day. I got regular personal issues, family. It's like, I deal with stuff like everybody else. So it don't, I might not write for a couple of days. Sometimes when I, after writing two, three days and not writing, I might come three, four days strong and just be writing. Cause now I don't have time to think like, just like when I went down to my brother's baby shower in the ATL for like a week, I was able to get away from New York for a week, see different things, just get a peace of mind. I didn't do no music. Cause even before that, in the process of me wrapping up state of emergency, I felt like my brain was on overload and I started feeling myself starting to, rush writing stuff and catching writer's block and trying to jump the hurdle and I'm tripping over the writer's block hurdle because I'm so I'm I needed that getaway so I came back and now I just got a whole new brand new there's attitude. no there's a your your style doesn't need to chase the dragon man right you can always you know take your time and come and just drop it like a bomb you know what I mean right so where I know with all the you know the success you got going on you, 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 you're where you want to be, but you know you could be in a better place, right? right? Where do you see yourself in a few years, or where would you like to see yourself in a few years? Truthfully, I like to see myself chilling, not even really. I mean, I'm going to always be a, 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 a hip-hop MC, artist, rapper, whatever you call me at heart, but I'm not even in it to get a deal, because with this underground thing, everybody independent, you can make money without... so. I just don't want to be trying to rap forever, forever. Like I want to be able to just increase my catalog. So when, when it's all said and done, whether I'm still here, out of here, people could go back and see my first project was titled The Arrival in 2008, going in 2009. And they looking at it now, it's 2030. Oh, this kid been putting out music for over 25, 30 years, like just doing it. Like, I just want people to, I just want to leave people with something who, whether they catch up to me now later like i said whether i'm still here not doing it or whether i'm going they could look back and see like this dude been doing it like as if he had a, a record deal like nah i just i just love i love to do it and me getting older and learning more about music i see you don't have to sign that major reg- record label for them to be raping you and now you getting smoked for money you could be making money off of being independent music merch merch you know what i'm saying Features. that's it push push that merch and industry dudes do same way you'd be just fine man definitely right. that's 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 a good that's that's right about that man so that's crazy man right. Right. we covered a lot we covered a lot there man that's 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 what's up man but um like i said i'm over here rooting for you brother and 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 and, and, and i know there's more to come definitely and like i said i would tell you what i got but i don't even know yet i'm i'm cooking up like I said, the fourth quarter just started. So just know there will be something. There yeah. will going to be something again. I just don't, I've been cooking up. So I've been. Well, you cooking. broke, you broke some good stuff. You say you, you come in, you're working on a new album with uh, Wavy the God. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we definitely going to. Cause I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I wonder when the next one's going. I know they're working on it. Yeah, I said, but they got to come with it. With that, 
we trying to we trying to take our time. You have to and really marinate it. And now that I'm back in New York, like I've been going out there. Now I could pull up, go out to go out to Brooklyn and pull up on him. We could actually sit now. Now think about it. We did all that through email. Look how that project come out now. We really could sit down now and really cook this thing from the roots and build it up. Now we could build everything around because we in a physical. So now it's way different. We could create so much more iller ideas and just creativity all together. So ain't that something, man? Right. That's crazy, man. Right. So yeah, man, you know, tonight was about you. We appreciate all the hard work you've done so far. We we see you, we recognize you, you know, and I wanted to let the people know that that Spoda's here to stay, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm gonna send you um tonight. I'm gonna send well, you already. I'm gonna send you um all the projects. I got them in my other laptop zip files. I got Audio Traffic here, Full Court Press. Man. Yeah, send me them joints, man. Definitely, man. I'm a fan here. Whenever you want to come by, man, hit me up, and um, it's it's all love, man. Definitely. So this is oh, hold up. We gotta ask the main question, man. How does Spoda stay healthy in an everyday life because of the way we live in and the way we move? How do you do it? How do you stay healthy? I try to just stay. I try to just stay out the way, keep social distance, and I don't really go out, go out like that unless it's music per se. You know what I'm saying summertime, a few barbecues here and there, but still had to be cautious. But even with that, like you know, you still can't be too sure i gotta get my lazy self back in the gym i was supposed to start this week i've been saying that for the last month every week i'm gonna start and i ain't start so i just gotta get back in the gym you know muscle memory so hey listen i'll be all right i'm telling you man it's rough especially when you're moving around and you're doing a million things man you gotta you gotta bring it in you know what i mean so i'm gonna tell you man i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna leave you with this right yeah okay so you got all the attributes right right Believe it or not, to market, to market an artist, right? To put an artist out there. So you got the look. Right. You got the at you got the skills. Mm-hmm. You know how to play both sides of the fences. Right. And you showed it on the state of emergency. Mm-hmm. If you incorporate that, my brother, in every album that you do, man, there ain't gonna be no stopping. Right. Right. There ain't going to be no stopping you, brother, whether it's with the same producer, different producers. Right. If you keep that charisma on an album, let me tell you something, bro. The majors are going to be knocking on your door talking about something. But why don't you want to sign with us? You're going to be like, I'm right. good. Right. That's a fact. See what I'm saying? That's a fact. So, yeah, man. So, you know, we appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate you for having me, man. For real. We're rooting you, brother. We're rooting for you here. Definitely. And uh, this is Let's Chop It Up with Zaz. And this is Spoda, not Spada, Spoda, 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 yeah, peace, peace.